0: Friends and introverts, welcome back to the You're So Quiet podcast, or welcome if you're joining us for the very first time. As always, I am your host, Chelsea Brown. This week, we are going to be talking about expectations. Are they good? Are they bad? Should you have expectations of yourself? Should you have expectations of other people? We'll get into it. But first, as always, we're going to do our customary mental health check. You're going to rate your mental health from 1 to 5, 1 being horrible, 5 being amazing. As for me, I'm sitting, if we're being honest, uh, at around a two today, and I know this is a dramatic decrease from the past several episodes, honestly, ever since I got on an antidepressant, but let me just give you just the basic overview of what is going on with me. In essence, um, I'm going through a friendship breakup again, um... With whom you ask, the same person. I don't know that I really want to get into details, to be honest. I'm still kind of processing a lot of my emotions about it, Um, but it's just kind of like I feel sad, I feel disappointed, I feel kind of angry, and it's just all really affecting my mental health. Um, The day that it happened, I was feeling pretty rough. Pretty rough, not gonna lie. I was sitting at about a 0.5 on the mental health scale. Uh, yesterday I bumped back up to a 2-ish and today I'm still at about a 2-ish. It's just kind of one of those things where like we had our friendship breakup and then we made up and it's been almost a year and we're like back in the same place. So I'm just like, I don't know, it's just really disappointing to me. Yeah, it's, it's a lot and it's really not that complicated, but it just feels complicated because I have complicated emotions about it. And it's just a whole thing. So that's why I'm feeling kind of sucky and also kind of why we're going to talk about expectations today. Because I feel like I had certain expectations about the friendship and maybe she had expectations about me or I had expectations about myself or she had some about herself. I don't know. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Don't forget that this is also your time to check in with yourself, rate your mental health, be honest with yourself. As always, we are not in the business of lying to ourselves. It's really not helpful. If you're not feeling very well, you're not feeling very well. It's not the end of the world. But something to just think about is I feel like if you deny how you're feeling, especially if you're feeling poorly then the feeling will just perpetuate because you're not allowing yourself to deal with it i kind of faced this myself earlier this week with the friendship breakup situation i was kind of like oh whatever it doesn't matter whatever shrug doesn't matter but like it's not whatever it does matter it's not shrug like This is something that is hurting me. And just pretending that it doesn't isn't going to help me get over it. It's just going to make me angry and stunt my emotional growth. You know what I mean? So uh, just bear that in mind. Bear that in mind. I know negative emotions are uncomfortable. Anger, sadness, disappointment, all very uncomfortable emotions. But they're important emotions. They're part of our human experience. And being a human isn't always easy. It's not always fun, but it is always emotional. (laughs) For better or worse, it is always emotional. So, just bear that in mind as you're checking in with yourself today and every day. While you are thinking about that, I'm going to give you a recommendation for this week. I actually have two. One is a book and one is a TV show. I'll do the TV show first and it's on Netflix. If, you have ever listened to the podcast, you know that I am really into the Nailed It series. I just think it's really funny. It's really lighthearted. It's not super serious. So, they did, like, a remix of Nailed It, and it's called The Great Nailed It Baking Challenge, I believe. It is on Netflix. Uh, The whole season is available if you want to binge it. It's very bingeable. It's very lighthearted. They do just keep the same group of people, and just have elimination challenges every episode. And then at the end, somebody wins. I think it was like $100,000. I don't remember. But it was a really nice, wholesome show. And I just love it. And I honestly, I really enjoyed seeing the growth in the bakers because like the whole thing is Nicole's like, I'm tired of eating horrible cake. Like I've been eating horrible cake for X amount of years, and I'm sick of it. So they take these bakers that they would normally have it have on regular nailed it, and they give them teachers. So every week you're going to learn a skill, then you're going to do an elimination challenge that's going to show how you've mastered the skill. If you've mastered it more than other people, then you get to stay. If you're in last place, obviously you have to go home. So I liked seeing the evolution of people. I love who won. They were awesome. And yeah i just highly recommend it especially if you're kind of in a weird place emotionally it's just a nice easy watch and something that's just nice and lighthearted. It doesn't take itself too seriously you're not being triggered by anyone's drama kind of thing the next recommendation i have for you is a book it's called lone women by victor lavelle this is a horror book but like make it western and I I was really hesitant to read this book, to be honest, because the the description didn't really grab me. It seemed kind of interesting, but it's just like I don't know if this is really my speed. I love a haunted, eerie, gothic vibe book, but I like the vibes more than like an actual monster. And this book deals with an actual monster. So I liked, I actually really enjoyed the book. I plowed through it in just a couple days and it was really, really well written. I liked the story. I liked the monster. I liked the the fact that the monster is more so like double speak for familial trauma. and it's just something that this person has to carry around with her. And if it's let out, then it can hurt other people in the vicinity. So I I really liked, I really liked the book and I think it's like one of those where if you read it again, you'll see things that you didn't see the first time or you'll make connections you didn't make the first time. So if you're looking for like a haunted type book, but make it Western, but also make it like literary fiction, I think you'll really like Lone Women. It is very feminist and I'm still in my feminist book era. I have been for like a year now. I'm loving the girl power thing. I have to still go see the Barbie movie. I will give a review when I see it, but I haven't seen it yet. I'm really excited to do so. Lone Women is right up that alley with feminism and girl power and women don't need anything. It also touches on race as well, particularly in a predominantly white town in old-timey western times. So, there's a little bit of everything in this book. I think it's actually very nuanced. It's not hit you over the head with anything. Highly, highly recommend. Even if you just get it from the library, I did not need the full two weeks to read it. Go check it out. I promise, I promise you will like it. Okay, so with all of that being said, let's get into the meat of the episode, and that is talking about expectations. Expectations are how we believe something is going to go or how it should go. So when you're a child, part of your like development or whatever is your imagination. And as a kid, you think whatever I think is going to happen. Like that's just the reality of what you believe. So you think that if you think bad thoughts about someone, then bad things are gonna happen to them. Obviously, we know that not to be true. However, this kind of imaginative thinking can carry on into adulthood. So, it becomes harmful because we, like, pin our hopes on it, right? And we believe something will happen. We believe it so firmly, but there's no good reason why we believe this should happen. For example, if I... Let's say I work, a like, a 9 to 5, and I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that I am going to get promoted and I am going to get a raise. However... I call off work all the time, I barely work when I am there, and I've been written up multiple times by my supervisors. I think there's a difference between, like, manifesting and delusional thinking. (laughs) So for me to expect, given all that I just told you, that I'm going to get promoted and get a raise, that is delusional. That is a delusional expectation obviously, I'm not going to get promoted or a raise. I might actually get fired because I'm not a good employee. I feel like manifestation is a little different because you are doing the things that will help you get to this particular space in your life. So, I am working really hard. I'm showing up on time. I have zero write-ups. I'm a great worker and I fully believe I've put in all this energy. I've put in all this work. I fully believe that I have earned the promotion. I have earned the pay raise. And that's different. That's different. I do think manifestation is a little bit woo-woo. However, I kind of believe it, you know? I believe that if you think something is not going to happen to you, you are going to actually self-sabotage. And that's different than having an expectation that something's going to happen to you. If I have an expectation that I'm going to get this raise but I'm not doing anything to make that happen, that's not manifestation at that point. That is delusional thinking. And all that being said, I can put in the work. I can be a great worker, have no write-ups, have nothing but glowing reviews from all my supervisors. And if I expect to get promoted or get a raise and I don't get that, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to be disappointed. I'm going to be stressed. I'm going to be angry and I'm going to be anxious. Because I think that I'm doing great. I think that I am putting in the work to earn this. I believe that I have earned this, but my expectation isn't met. So what the heck? Expectations end up shaping your reality and your self-esteem for better or worse. Okay, so in my particular example, if I am putting in the work, I'm doing everything that I believe that I should be doing to manifest this reality for myself, but I do not get this thing that I expected to receive, my self-esteem is going to take a hit, right? My whole perception of reality is going to take a hit because I believed that I was doing all the things necessary to make this happen for myself. And not just thinking, ooh, the world is just going to take care of me. The universe is going to take care of me. It reminds me of this one story. I think it's a joke, honestly, (laughs) But it is the story of a guy who is stranded in a flood and he keeps praying to his higher power for his higher power to save him. And a boat comes by and the guy's like, hey, get in. And the guy that's stranded is like, no, I'm waiting for my higher power. He's going to save me. Uh, A helicopter comes by and the guy's like, nope, keep flying. I'm waiting for my higher power to save me. Eventually, this guy dies and he meets his higher power in the afterlife. And he's like, why didn't you save me? And his higher power is like, dude, I sent you a boat and a helicopter. What more did you want? You know, so there there was this expectation of precisely how this was going to go. And that, I believe, is the nuance here. So if I have an expectation that in my mythical (laughs) 9 to 5... I'm working really hard. I expect to get promoted. I expect this pay raise. When I don't get it, I think I'm like that guy that goes to the afterlife. He's like, "What the heck? Like I did what I was supposed to do. I was praying. I was doing all the things that you told me to do." But that negates the the possibility of what is actually for you to come to you. Does that make any sense? I know it does. So, for instance, let me give you another example. Let's use my, my friend thing as an example. I'm not going to give you any actual details because <laughs> I'm not in, in the business of airing other people's business. So, uh, yeah, but I'll give you like a friendship type example. You have this friend and she is not giving you the communication that you need right? She cancels on your plans all the time. She doesn't text you back. When you hang out, it's awkward as heck. And you're just like, okay, this friendship isn't working out. And you had obviously this expectation that this friendship would work out because you guys clicked or you had so many things in common or you worked together or whatever the case may be. You had this expectation that you're going to be good friends. And it's turning out that this friend is not giving you the things that you need in a relationship with a person. So, you're so focused on this expectation of this particular person that you're missing all these other great things around you, right? Maybe that particular friendship is not meant for you. Maybe there's this quote that, what is it? Um, people are there for a reason, a season, or a lesson. And it could be any one of those three things, or it could be life, obviously, But because you're so focused on, like, what you believe this situation should be, you're not seeing the bigger picture. You're not seeing what's actually meant for you or what's not meant for you. This person is not meant for you. They're not giving you what you need in a relationship. That's fine. Not all relationships work out, right? It it just, it is what it is. And to keep forcing this, this hypothetical friendship, is to deny space in your life for the people who are actually going to be the friend that you need. Expecting things to turn out the way that you want or the way that you see in your mind is guaranteed to lead to disappointment because life just isn't fair and it's not always going to turn out the way you want it to turn out. It's just a fact, unfortunately. And when those unfulfilled expectations involve the failure of other people to behave the way that you expect them to, the disappointment also involves resentment. You might resent this friend for not fulfilling your expectations of them. Right? You, you're like, I'm not asking for much. I'm only asking for like, maybe don't cancel plans all the time. Maybe text me back every once in a while. Tell me what's on your mind and why you feel so uncomfortable when we're hanging out. Like, I'm not asking for much. And that that is true. You're not asking for much, but you are asking the wrong person. And that's something that I believe expectation clouds in our minds. If you expect so much of one person, you're not able to even fathom the idea that maybe this person is just not for you. They're there for a reason, a season, or a lesson. And maybe they taught you something, maybe the season that you were going through is over, maybe they had some other purpose in your life, but to keep expecting them to be someone they're not is only gonna be disappointing, it's only gonna make you resent them, and it's definitely not gonna make a positive friendship. Right? We can agree on this. On the other hand, You might feel that the failure of this person to give you what you need or the failure of your job to give you the promotion and the raise that you believe that you earned might make you feel like you yourself are less valuable, like you have less worth than you thought you did, so your self-esteem is affected because of outside forces how you think of yourself is affected based on something completely outside yourself you worked hard you didn't get the promotion you didn't get the raise but you still worked hard and is that something you wanted to do regardless if so then that's great and your self-esteem should not take a hit because of something else and i know that there's some contention about should but i'm talking like in ideals right In all reality, it's completely understandable when your self-esteem takes a hit if you don't get something that you worked so, so hard for. It is understandable to be disappointed. But I think that it's also important to remember that you are of the same value that you were before you didn't get the thing that you wanted, right? And as a matter of fact, because you were working so hard, you might have picked up more skills you might have put in more hours and become a more well-rounded person potentially than you were before so you're actually worth more in spite of the fact that you did not receive the thing that you expected same thing with your with the friend example this friend is not giving you what you need you might feel like there's something wrong with you right they're not giving me what I need there must be something wrong with me what do I have to fix with me maybe it's not about you it's not personal Maybe you're just not a match with that friend. And that's fine. You don't have to be a match with every friend that you have. Some people just come into your life for a second and leave. Some people stay forever. Not every person has to stay forever. And as someone who uh, has abandonment issues, (laughs) I can completely understand why you cling so hard to someone who doesn't want you. Right? That sounds so harsh. But in this case, maybe it's true. Maybe they just don't want to be your friend. You know, you can cling so hard to something that you know is not right for you. And for what? So that they don't leave you. But if they don't leave you, then there's no space in your life for the right one. Right? So you are blocking your blessings, for lack of a better phrase, because you're so hyper-focused on this thing that is not for you, on this expectation that you've had that is just blocking your life. And this brings me to the fact that expectations can reduce the gratitude that you have for the things that you already have in your life. For instance, let's take our 9 to 5 example. You didn't get the promotion, you didn't get the raise, you have the same amount of money, same job title. But... You're really comfortable financially already. You have a good amount of savings, you're able to invest, you're you're able to go on trips every quarter. so you're still financially very comfortable. And because you didn't get this promotion, you have a lot more time to spend with your friends or with your family or decide to have children. like whatever the case may be. if you're so hyper focused on this thing that you did not receive, You cannot appreciate the things that are over here that are just waiting for you to see them, that are what are meant for you. Just like with the friend, like we've been talking about. You have this one friend that doesn't want you for whatever reason. They're not your friend anymore. So you're focused on this, you're so sad about it, and you're not looking over here at all the people that love you. And this person that you met at work who's so sweet and might actually be a good friend. You're not even giving them the time of day because you're so focused on this person over here who does not want you. Okay? This is true of romantic relationships too. If you... Okay, you all know I stayed with my ex-boyfriend for way too long. And looking back on the relationship, I understand why I stayed. Like, I was emotionally just very immature. Okay? I didn't want to be abandoned. I didn't want to be alone. It was this whole thing. And I had this expectation that things are going to get better. Things are going to be better. I'm going to be loved the way that I want to be loved and blah, blah, blah. But because of that, I didn't see all these other blessings that were in my life. I had so many work opportunities. I had so many career opportunities. I was commissioned for writing poetry for a magazine And I did that, but I didn't appreciate it because I had this whole relationship taking over my life. For what? For what? This person was not bringing any joy to my life. And yet, I have all this stuff over here that I could be appreciating, but I am incredibly depressed. Now, let's be serious, okay? I have depression. I was going to be depressed anyway, but... Depression does have triggers, and one of the triggers for me at that time was abandonment, okay? So, I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to be abandoned. So, I stayed with this dude over here instead of looking at all the other things that I could be putting my energy into that were just waiting for me that I now don't have the opportunity to take advantage of, which in hindsight, I would do things exactly the same to end up where I am here today. But if I could have made better decisions at the moment, I would have, but I wasn't able to do that at the time because I didn't know how to manage my expectations of myself and of other people. I also wasn't in therapy, but that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) So let's talk about managing expectations. We need to be thoroughly aware of the expectations we have for ourselves and for other people. Are they realistic? Where did they come from? Okay? If you are expecting every person you meet to be your BFF, that's an unrealistic expectation. In all reality, making friends as an adult is kind of hard and finding best friends as an adult is also very hard. Okay? So, what if they're not your best friend? So, what? Friends can just be fun. They can just be acquaintances. Not everyone has to be that, like, deep soul connection if you want that deep soul connection you can look for it right i'm not saying stop looking for things that you want but be realistic about the fact that that's not going to be everyone and this is something that i need to hammer into my own head honestly but having these unrealistic expectations and not being aware of them is what's going to hold you back i think it's also important to identify where this expectation is coming from is it coming from your past? Is it coming from trauma? Is it coming from what you see on Instagram? Okay, those three examples at least need to be need to be thought about a little bit more than just the average, I worked really hard so I believe that I earned a promotion. If it's something from your past, maybe it's not something you're over yet. If it's from trauma, maybe you need to process that. If it's on instagram maybe you need to understand why it is that you believe you want an instagram lifestyle is it for yourself or to show other people and at the end of the day if you are disappointed if people do not meet your expectations think about like okay was i even in retrospect because honestly at first it can be really hard to identify is my expectation unrealistic because it's like oh i'm not asking for that much You know, I worked really hard, so I earned this promotion. I'm not asking for that much. But realistically, looking in hindsight, you're like, I wanted a raise that was like double my salary. That's not realistic. But if it was realistic, if you're like, I worked really hard, I have compared my salary to others, I know that I am doing the things in the new position I wanted, but I still didn't get it. Okay, so let's make a plan to achieve a better outcome next time. And if you don't believe that's possible for whatever reason, like, you meet with your manager and they're like, yeah, you're not going to get that job for XYZ reason, change your expectations or drop them entirely and be excited and grateful for the things that do come to you. Put your put your energy elsewhere. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise that you didn't get this. Again, this could open up other doors for you that you had closed because you were so hyper-focused on your career. Another way to manage expectations is to consider what actually makes you happy. I think that I'm talking mostly about expectations that are fueled by what you want other people to see. If you want, like, that Instagram lifestyle or if you want people to perceive you or your relationships or your job or your stuff a certain way, does that actually make you happy or does it make you feel like other people envy you? And if you are happy by other people envying you, then your happiness is in the hands of somebody else. And that's a very dangerous place to be because those people that you want to envy you... Envy is, is pretty close to dislike. So what happens when they start disliking you? What happens when they start hating you? What happens if they try to cancel you? What then? Then your happiness is taken away from you by somebody else. What actually makes you happy? Don't make comparisons between yourself and somebody else that you see. I think we forget sometimes that like, we don't see the full story you know? I don't see into other people's relationships. I just see what they present to the outside world. And that could be completely false when it comes to what their relationship looks like as a whole. I know people who have been in abusive relationships and from the outside, their relationship looks happy and safe and comfortable and fun. And then you're talking to them and they're like, oh yeah, uh, (laughs) that's not true, and then tell you all the horrible things that happen behind closed doors. So this person that you are comparing your partner to, for example, and you're having all these expectations for your partner based on what you believe is happening in someone else's relationship, maybe realize that your partner is doing great and be grateful for what they are offering you instead of oh my god, I I wish that they would buy me flowers more, okay? If you have an expectation, just as a note, and you never voice it to somebody, you will be disappointed. So, I feel like this is a way to manage expectations and not make them expectations anymore. Just make it an ask. Hey, I would really love if you would buy me flowers every once in a while. It makes me feel really special and like you were thinking about me. And I know we all have this idea that like, well, if I tell them, then they didn't wanna do it in the first place and blah, blah, blah. Okay, but let's look at it from your partner's perspective. Your partner loves you, okay? Or really likes you if you're not at the love stage. And they wanna make you happy. They wanna do things to make you feel cared about. But if they don't know what those things are, then they cannot do it. Even from like a sex perspective, if there's something that you want to try or something that would make sex better for you and you never tell your partner and you're like, oh my god, I'm so disappointed. I had this expectation that they would do this thing, but I never told them to do it. I never said that I would like it. I never even mentioned it in passing in conversation, but they never did it. I can't believe it. That's on you, okay? (laughs) The fact that that expectation was not met is on you, You have the power to just ask for things instead of expecting them. And I feel like that is a powerful, powerful thing. If I can just ask for what I need and receive it, like, why would I not do that? Let's go back to our very first example of the 9 to 5. And you expected that promotion. You expected that raise, but you never asked for it. Okay? For anyone who listened to the episode with my husband, Donovan Brown. I'm gonna give you just a little bit of a behind the scenes item, okay? So when he first started, he moved to a different team. He has a great manager, but like two or three years go by. I think it's only two years. Two years go by and he hasn't been promoted, right? He hasn't been promoted in a minute. And this is early on in his career. So he's not as well-versed in the promotions at Microsoft. So he doesn't know like what the protocol is. But he's working really hard. He's doing his thing. He's being Donovan, but he hasn't gotten promoted yet. So he goes to his manager and he's like, hey, uh, I haven't been promoted. It's been two years. Like, what's that about? And his manager's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even realize. Let me go ahead and fix that for you. So within six months, he's promoted twice with a pay raise twice. And he was working really hard and had this expectation that it would just be given to him. And one day he's like, you know what? Let me go ask hey, I haven't been promoted. What's that about? And he gets the promotion, not one promotion, but two promotions. Okay. That's very, very rare in Microsoft, at least. But it happened. It was a correction, right? He deserved and earned that promotion earlier, but his manager just wasn't on top of it for whatever reason. Managers are people too. Okay. But he asked for what he wanted and he received it. And that, I believe, is kind of the, the crux of what I'm getting at here. We have these expectations that things are going to go a certain way, and we just think it's going to happen and believe it's going to happen and work toward it even, and are disappointed when it doesn't happen, even though we never asked for it. I wanted to get married. Well, I should say I wanted to get engaged to my husband, and he hadn't asked me yet. And I dropped the expectation that he would, because I am very much somebody that if I want something, I'm going to go make it happen. And so I asked him to marry me. And he said, yes, I asked for what I wanted. I received what I wanted. And now look at us. Six years later, actually, I think I asked him in 2016 on New Year's Eve and in May of 2017, we were married. I planned all that as well. We got married in Hawaii. And now look at us. You know, it's 2023 and we're still happily married and I asked for what I wanted, so I received it. Is this something that I'm amazing at and I'm like, ooh, look at me? No, (laughs) I kind of suck at this in a lot of aspects. But it's just an example of dropping your expectations and just asking for what you want instead of just expecting somebody to know. Your boss might not know that you even want a promotion because they know that you just recently had a baby and maybe they thought you wanted to spend more time with your baby instead of having more work responsibilities. They don't know your home situation and that your partner stays home with your child. They don't know this, right? But you have this expectation that they just realize, right? With the friend that's not treating you right. Maybe they don't even realize what they're doing, but you're like, oh my God, I'm not asking for much but you didn't actually ask for anything, you know? So why don't you just tell them, hey, it seems like our communication is really weird. Uh, It makes me feel this way. Could we do this instead? And maybe they'll be like, oh, I didn't even realize. I'm so sorry, I thought I was gonna be annoying with how much I wanted to text you, so I just didn't. And then you actually get the relationship that you wanted, right? With your partner sexually, if you ask for the thing that you want in sex, they will do it, right? They want to make you feel good. They want to make you happy. So just ask for it. Instead of holding on to these expectations, they can ultimately rob you of joy, even when you achieve your expectations. Maybe you get that promotion and you're like, ooh, <laughs> this sucks. Becoming aware of expectations and how they change your perception of reality can free you from the disappointment and the stress that comes with unrealistic expectations. We have the power to do better for ourselves. We have the power to change how we see the world. If you are operating in the world and you constantly have expectations for how things are going to go, I can almost 100% guarantee that you are going to be disappointed maybe more often than not. Expectations are not helpful. You can desire something. You can work towards something. You can ask for something but just expecting something, it's not going to pan out. And so, with all of that being said, we are about at the end of our time together this week. Thank you so much for joining me again. I always love talking to you guys. If you're feeling particularly generous, you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow the podcast TikTok and Instagram at your so quiet pod. I post all kinds of kind of random content. You know, mental health stuff, uplifting stuff, funny stuff, whatever strikes me that day. And that's where you can also participate in future episodes. That is all for now. I will talk to you all next week. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs>